0: Welcome to Promo Insiders, a podcast from ASI's Counselor Magazine. In this series, we'll be tackling the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting subjects like COVID-19 and tariffs, to fun trends and new opportunities. I'm John Corrigan from Counselor, and today I'm joined by Kimball Bosworth, co-owner of On Promos Powered by Proforma in Nashville, Tennessee. In this episode, Bosworth reflects on how she and her husband, Transition the company to working remotely during the coronavirus pandemic, offering plenty of tips and strategies along the way. So before the coronavirus pandemic, you had worked from a home office off and on for about 20 years, right?
1: About that. Off and on.
0: And now uh, this was the first time you were really confined to your home working uh and and not able to visit customers except for uh i guess uh, an instance early on would would you mind sharing that
1: story um well early on i had a customer who does not believe in the covid virus (laughs) and just insisted that i come over so i warned him that i'd mask up and hand sanitizer up. And oddly, we were speaking about hand sanitizer. So the irony is not lost on me. (laughs) (laughs) And I just masked up, jumped in the car, um, went across town, had my meeting. And in the process of having that meeting, I got so scared by the people around me that I just didn't leave again for quite some time. I mean, nobody
0: can blame you.
1: Well, in Nashville, not a lot of people took this seriously early on.
0: okay,
1: um, which explains what's going on now. So there are quite a few parts of town that things are just happening as normal. Our business co- office complex, we were the only ones who shut down in the entire complex of probably thirty businesses in there. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: So, so so let me ask you, so so uh, I guess for you so so you didn't really have to shut down, right?
1: Well, I didn't have to because we're a fulfillment center. So what we did, we had quite a few customers who were concerned, larger customers who had shipments coming in from all over the world who wanted to make sure that everything got to them safely before we really knew what was going on and how it transmitted. So we had to keep the fulfillment center open. We had two fulfillment center employees that worked together usually. What we did is scheduled days and cleanings where we would send in one person per day alternating and they would clean every surface that they touched with special cleaners every time they entered and left the building. And that worked really well, but we required that none of our sales team, none of our management went into the office because we had to keep the space clean. And what we learned from our friends at ServPro was that it's only as clean as the last person who walked in that door. Right. So the minute you've cleaned everything, you're at risk if someone else comes through the door. So we just didn't let anyone through the door.
0: <laughs> um, but I, I guess I guess looking at it uh, today, we are recording this in late July. Um, have you guys been back to the office at all?
1: Um, I have not because I really haven't had a need to. Um Our one employee who goes there every day goes there. We still don't let our salespeople back in. There's no need for them to be there. We're all perfectly equipped to work remotely. They prefer being with their customers and be working from home anyway. They love not having the supervision. Sometimes they want the supervision. (laughs) Um, If you worked with me, you'd understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it was probably hardest for me and Anna because we're both we're in the office together all the time and we miss each other greatly but we still have remote dance breaks and all the fun things that we did in the office we still try to replicate remotely Um, she does get to visit the house every once in a while and drop things off or exchange things that maybe got mailed here accidentally Um, so we get to we get to interact but you know, I'm a customer-facing person and constantly interacting with customers, so it's probably the hardest for me to adjust versus everybody else. But I had done it before, so I just I, fell right back into my groove. So, so how
0: have you adjusted? Has it been primarily uh, like like web calls, or or is it over the phone, email? What what method have you found to be most successful?
1: Well, what's really funny is I work with a ton of um, millennial marketing managers. Okay. Who have never picked up a phone <laughs> and they have embraced picking up the phone, which has been great because I do reach out on the phone. I try to schedule my work day just like I would at the office. I time block. I do certain things that are a habit at the same time every day. So for example, Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays are kind of sales days. And on Monday morning, I pick up the phone from about 8.30 to about 10 I do check-ins with customers. So they are not necessarily the same kind of sales talk calls I used to do. I just go through the customer list of the folks I haven't seen or talked to in a while and arrange to find out what's going on with them, what's going on with their business, how are they reacting differently, how have they pivoted. What are they trying to say and who are they saying it to? And is there any new ways that we can help with that? So there's a lot of those calls. When I sense that someone is in distress or a little bit antsy about being at home, I send them this little rubber ducky that we created. <laughs> it's called our emotional support duck. Ah. I find out their address. And if they're in Nashville, I drop it off kind of early in the morning and it's waiting for them with a little note or I'll pop it in the mail if they're not in Nashville.
0: I like and that. So we sent
1: emotional support ducks all over to any of the extroverts who are going through what I'm going through.
0: Well, how has the response been? <laughs> Do did, did, did people enjoy that?
1: People love them. They're very cute little guys. They're little camouflage ducks and they've been kept outside. So they're covered in weather and oh, okay. um, they're not... Pristine new little ducks, but neither are the people they're going to. So people <laughs> appreciate that everyone has its own personality and has been through its own challenges. I sometimes take a picture of where it came from and then leave a picture of where it went um, that so famous. that we can social media it or whatever. But people tend to love them. It's just a stupid little thing, but it shows that we care and yeah. people tend to like to know that you care. So early on, a bunch of companies were sending toilet paper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now, so since you had been, you know, you had prior experience to working from home, did you already have a home office set up before all this?
1: I used to have a home office set up, but then I took all the components of it and moved it into my office. So now Anna is living in my old office um, <laughs> because it has the best window, and why would we let that go to waste? Right. So, I had to start from scratch, and I took half of the dining room table. And there's a hard stop at half, and the other half is where my husband and I eat. And um, I have partitioned it off so it feels like an office space to me. Um, I've got a magnet group or gemline line um, organizer that is a remote office organizer. It slides in your keyboard, your pens, your planner, All the stuff that you need to travel with slides into it, but it folds completely flat and open and is a great little desk pad. So I have that set up here with my planner and all of my customer files, and it works great.
0: That's excellent. Did you, uh, I I guess in the beginning maybe, did you feel trapped in your home? Did you feel comfortable? Were you able to kind of be the same amount of productive that you were in the office?
1: So I had to, I always feel trapped. (laughs) Mostly because I have a raging case of ADD. So I am looking for the next squirrel around every corner. So that's always been very hard for me whether I'm at home or office. So those coping skills have been the same. When I first moved into the office, I had to build a routine really quickly. So the first thing I did was I got up every single day and put on makeup and clothing and earrings. And it's a different outfit that I slept in, except for those two
0: days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I actually get ready every single day, just like I'm going to work. When I went to work, I used to listen to the radio news or podcasts or um, books on tape on the way to work. I take that same 45 minutes and listen at home so that I haven't interrupted that routine. So my drive time is still my drive time. So um, then when I got to work before, um, I had already laid out my schedule for the next day. I do this thing every evening called the final 15, which is where I take the last 15 minutes of the day and blitzkrieg a list for the next day. So I make sure that every single thing that was left undone is on that list. It's ready to go for the next morning so I don't spend my first 30 or 40 minutes of the day getting organized for my day. I'm organized before I get there. So I did that same thing at home. And every morning I come out to the table and there's my list. And I start going through that list and making sure to get those things knocked off. Another really good tool for that Take the thing you hate the most to do and do that first, so it gets out of the way.
0: Well, I hope you didn't put this on that list.
1: Well, <laughs> at nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, so you know, you mentioned that uh, the other part of the tables where you and you know you and your husband uh, eat. Now, your husband is is uh, your business partner, right?
1: He is, and he has always worked from home and oh. has a very well-equipped home office upstairs. Okay. <laughs> How um, so
0: has it has it him, been, it wasn't
1: different at all. Right,
0: well, I guess the only thing would be that, that you know, it's, it's you and him uh, talking about business, I guess, during the day. And then th- there's never really a, a break, though, right? Because it's, it's this kind of, like, blurred line now between home and, and work. H- have you found that to be the case?
1: Not at all. We're very disciplined. 5.30, it turns off. And we don't actually interact in the day either. Oh. Because we didn't interact before in the day. And I can suck all the oxygen out of anybody's room. <laughs> so, so it was really important for me to let him have his time upstairs doing his thing. I don't interrupt him except for technology challenges. Mm. <laughs>
0: That is good. Well, that I yeah. mean, that that, that five thirty cutoff that you said, you found that to be pretty successful.
1: So yeah, the biggest challenge to the five thirty cutoff is I do have this coworker who's a seventy something pound greyhound, <laughs> and he comes to the office with me. He's also stayed at this office with me, so he has a routine where he believes at four thirty it is time for him to start warning me about dinner at 5.30. (laughs) So if I have a conference call or calls with customers between 4.30 and 5.30, there is loud barking in the background. (laughs) And that doesn't change at the office or at home. So we've just had to cope with not scheduling anything between 4.30 and 5.30 other than invoicing or something that it doesn't matter if he's barking. Right.
0: (laughs) That's fine. Uh, you know I, the the dance breaks that you mentioned, I mean that's that's I guess been part of your work routine. Uh, now that you know we've all been home for so many months, are there any hobbies or any any kind of fun recreational things that you've picked up during all this?
1: Oh, uh, we have all kinds of stuff around here. So our first thing that we did, I made a list of every single project that you know how you have something that you have to do in your home, let's say wash the curtain, whatever. So you have that thing, and every time you look at that curtain, that thing is hanging over your head. (laughs) There's the squeaky hinge. There's the edging, the garden beds, whatever it is. So we made a list of all those things, and I literally, the first four weekends of confinement, tackled everything on that list so that the space that we were in didn't feel like it was distracting us from doing our jobs during the week. So we checked off a bunch of that stuff. Wow. And then puzzles. So we bought all the puzzles. (laughs) And we set up the puzzles on the other side of the dining room table on this little rolling puzzle map. So you can roll it up and put it away. So we got that. So we had the puzzles to keep me occupied. (laughs) Um, The entire yard, all quarter to half acre of it has been completely redone Oh wow! <laughs> I'm now growing four leaf clovers in the water feature that I built out there I just built a fire pit two weeks ago and I'm working on the patio around that so yeah I've done a lot of projects
0: that's awesome though I mean it's you know this is the time to do it uh, I think everyone's gonna have a, a home ready for home and garden magazine after all this is done
1: well, that's the plan. And then, of course, at the very beginning, we did the Marie Kondo thing where we got rid of everything that didn't spark joy. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of Netflix. Yeah. There's been a lot of Netflix.
0: What? Uh, g- g- give me one or two of your favorite shows that you've seen on Netflix since all this.
1: So we just finished The Protector, which is really amusing.
0: Okay.
1: Um, We did um, Sweet Magnolias. Okay. Uh, We did Ozark. Mm. Um, And, of course, Tiger King, which, you know, Carol did kill her husband.
0: (laughs) That was the follow-up, so I'm glad we got that. (laughs) Um, I guess guess to wrap things up, uh, what what advice do you have for people who, uh, you know, never did this before working from home on a regular basis – and who have been struggling, because even though we've been doing this for months, there are people that, that I've personally talked to who still uh, are just dying to get back into the office. That they, they don't want this to be permanent, even though for a lot of companies, this may be the new normal.
1: So I feel like and this is probably more of a challenge for a lot of the traveling folks yeah. who are used to being in front of a bunch of customers. Um, I, what I would do is set up Zoom. To be your new traveling schedule, it. Have trips just like you would before, where you've got a week that you're gonna spend, you had your time in the airport before, or you had your t- drive time before, you did something during that time. Do that same thing on that same day. So, if you have a Monday where you would have been driving from North Carolina to Tennessee, have a Monday where you're doing office stuff, making those phone calls, confirming the meetings for that week, the same way you would have done and then get on Zoom and do those calls and have it be. There's no reason you can't call me and have me schedule my entire office to be on a Zoom meeting to see the latest and greatest new things. We still need to know that. We're missing showtime. We're missing the PPM show at Nissan. We're missing all those things. And we've got to keep current on what's new besides PPE. So we're willing to schedule those calls. You just have to schedule them just like you would have before, and then we'll be there for you. So I feel like that's one way is really fill that time with Zoom meetings. But just like a Zoom meeting, you have downtime between your visits. Make sure you schedule that same downtime to get your follow-up done so you don't get behind. And even though it's not interacting face-to-face, there is no reason you can't Have a virtual happy hour where you literally send, you can send liquor in the mail now through Drizzly (laughs) and have like a happy hour where everybody gets a beer at 4.30 and we're not here because of the dog, but (laughs) everybody gets a beer remotely and pops the top together. Or we've done virtual brunches where everybody makes their own brunch and all my girls get together and we all talk about what's going on in our business and how we've pivoted. So those kind of things, are a great way to fill in where we would have had that travel time. And then the other thing is while you're in the home office, schedule a mental break, get up and move around. We had Promo promo Women Yoga, where we all got on a Zoom call and did yoga on Tuesday and Thursday mornings for an hour. And there were suppliers, there were different distributors these are great ways to interact with people, even though you're just interacting with them on remotely.
0: That's a great idea. I, I wish we had known about uh, promo yoga. That's something that we definitely would uh, have covered. And and we have tried happy out, you know, virtual happy hours. But the idea of uh, you know getting drinks in the mail, I think that adds a little special something to it.
1: Yeah, we found a company in California that sends individual bottles of wine. Wow. And oh. we send them a list of who we're meeting with that week. And they send out the individual bottles of wine in advance. And they can be, we can prepay for 50 of them branded, or we can just get the branding from the winery on there. And the little bottle of wine shows up.
0: And this is, it's called Drizzly?
1: No, this is a, this is a promo supplier.
0: Oh. um,
1: That we can get the wines from. I don't have her name in front of me right now. I can share it with you to share with folks later.
0: Excellent. Yeah, because that's that's going to be the main takeaway. Everybody's that, – that business is going to mm-hmm. skyrocket.
1: <laughs> Everybody's going to want that wine.
0: <laughs> well, Kimball, I appreciate uh, you taking the time. Uh, I think this has been very helpful for a lot of people. I mean, already all the, these great ideas. And uh, and, and, and I guess uh, to, to my, my last question for you, are do you see a time when you guys will be going back to the office or are you looking to make this a more permanent – uh, situation.
1: Oh, I'll definitely go back to the office as soon as the spike in Nashville settles down. Mm-hmm. I'll go back. I really love being in our office and our office space, and everybody would like me to leave the dining room table.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today on Promo Insiders, and uh,
1: have a great week. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Good job.